0: Just imagine, it is late summer in Scotland. The year is 1894. The painter, George Innes, now in his late 60s, is with his son. Together they behold the sunset in front of them. Innes thrusts up his arms suddenly and proclaims, My God, oh how beautiful! Then he breathes his last breath and dies. Welcome to Accession. Hello, I'm Olivia Apollo, and this is Alone Together. In our time today, we're going to look at the marvelous George Innes and his 1857 oil on canvas, Late Sunset. Because before that last sunset in 1894, were brilliant end of day hues that Innes spent his life passionately seeking to portray. In the painting before me is a birdless sky, There is no moon, only the hint of colors that are to come with nightfall. Indigo sets in from the painting's most northern border. The ombre of blues are caught by the yellow hues emanating from the wrath of the sun in the center. The harvest tones and ripe plum clouds remind us something is ending in the same way the rusted tree on the edge confesses the time of year. George Innes was a firm believer in all things beautiful. He can be quoted as encouraging us to believe in art not as something to gratify or suit commercial ends, but something to be loved and cherished because it is the handmaid of the spiritual life of the age. Innes's beginnings are of humble origin. Growing up in New England, he was one of 13 children to parents that were farmers. Innes began studying art in his late teenage years. He studied alongside Regis Francois Genou, and, in his early years as an artist, was heavily influenced by the Hudson River School. In Late Sunset, romance embeds itself in the celebration of a hard day of work. I can imagine the faint smell of sweat, of tobacco, The silhouettes march home from the fields, calloused hands on hips admire the orchestra of colors on an expansive horizon. Innes' passion for travel came to fruition when, in 1851, he spent over a year in Italy and in 1853 visited France. While in France, Innes was exposed to Barbizon landscape paintings. Barbizon style landscapes are known for their ability to create mood through loose brushwork, open compositions, and a palette with deeper hues. In late sunset, the grazing animals are reflected in the pool of sunlit water. They are nearly formless shapes, embraced by the water's own blurry sunset. Like the animals, a barn is vaguely visible. All are covered by time, as evening makes way for night. George Innes once recounted, They told me that I would never succeed, that I was but a fool to try to set myself against the rules laid down by my betters. And if I did not paint my trees brown in the foreground, I was sure to fail. Today, colorful trees in all, Innes is one of history's most renowned landscape artists. Below the generous foray of leaves are actually rather slim trunks. They are multiplicitous and contribute to the greater grandeur of the celebration of autumn's colors. I'm reminded of Sandra Cisneros in her description of four skinny trees when she writes, Their strength is their secret. Innes found strength in his work. He said that the true artistic impulse is divine. For George Innes, spirituality resided in the nature of the everyday. He believed it was the duty of the painter to act as the medium between spirit and person, to transcend that which one sees into that which one feels. He can be quoted as saying that the true purpose of the painter is simply to reproduce in other minds the impression which a scene has made upon him, to awaken an emotion, In his later career, Innes was largely influenced by the Swedenborgian school, which fostered his emphasis on the spiritual realm. The foundational belief of the school is that all objects possess an internal spiritual meaning. Spirituality transcends scripture, building, vocation. Where do we feel the intangible making a home for themselves? As Innes' career progressed, his paintings became more ephemeral, Throughout his life, George Innes' landscapes were shaped by various schools, and he often blended tenets of each to achieve his visions. Innes saw art as truth. He once declared that the poetic quality is not obtained by eschewing any truths of fact or of nature. Poetry is the vision of reality. Looking at Late Sunset, we feel the manifestation of Poetry. The relic of loss is in the sun's apparition, memorializing our inability to hold on to time. How do we keep? The cows graze nostalgically and the pond ossifies the sky's hues. The plump cloud is ripe, ominous, drifting from the epicenter where the sun commands attention. The smoke echoing from the fireplace is retrieved by the evening air. Now cold. Nightfall a caricature for retirement. We behold the beauty of the late sunset, and we wait all day for the Symphony of Colors to debut. We feast on their vibrance before nightfall silences them, taking away the hues, the tones. We remember that nothing lasts forever, and we remember how much we want it to.